So today you wanted to talk about time wasters. Yeah. Um, so we've done so we've done topics about habits, kind of both the book, but also top disciplines. Uh, we've done episodes on goals and actions and New Year's resolutions. Um, so we've kind of touched on this, but we really haven't like targeted specifically this time wasters and things that people do that just aren't productive. Right. So, um, yeah. What, what are you, what are you thinking specifically when you say time waster? Uh, well, um, to go back to how you introduced me to this idea, um, I think inadvertently, uh, a couple of months ago, you had recommended the iOS 12 beta to me. I got it, and I was mostly hoping for some performance increases because I have an older model phone, which is why you recommended it. However, as part of the installation process, um, it said that it would set up uh, a new feature called Screen Time by default okay. and give me weekly reports on how I'm spending my time on my phone. After a few weeks of trying it out and seeing the reports, um, I was noticing a big pattern, especially with social media, where I was averaging about eight hours a week. How would you break it down, Facebook versus whatever other social media you're using? Um, screen Time actually will give you that breakdown. So it'll give it you the category. App, right? Um, no, it categorizes. So oh, okay. um, somehow they're able to tell that like Facebook and Instagram, um, Snapchat and Twitter are social media. So you can yeah, see. I think it, I think it does. I think that's like metadata attached to the app because like if you group apps in the home screen, you know, when you organize your apps, it'll try to mm-hmm. do a best guess. Do you know which social media network you use the most or how, how did that break down like Facebook oh, yeah. versus other ones? Yeah, absolutely. So it was really close to eight hours average just on Facebook. Okay. And then all of the others combined over the course of the week didn't even add up to one hour. Okay, wow. All right. Um, and I know exactly, not not through screen time, the app, um, although maybe they track this information, um, but I know exactly where this like bad habit, this time waste is coming from. Yeah. Um, the two main areas, so... Right before bed is honestly like there's probably a solid half hour um, or I guess if it's averaging that a week, probably more than half an hour where I am just zoning out right before bed, catching up on what my friends have been up to over the course of the day um, and then seeing other events in the area. And there's other things that I've tried doing with Facebook to like justify why I spend so much time on there. Yeah. Uh, but this was the first time I had seen those numbers put in my face and eight hours. I mean, that's a whole work day. So eight hours a uh, week, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I was floored and that was a very strong incentive for me to uh, uninstall Facebook from my phone. Um, but that's what triggered me to start thinking about time wasters um, and where there might be other cases where I'm just totally oblivious. I mean, I was I was purposefully ignorant of how much time I was sp- spending on Facebook. Um, but I'm sure there's there's other areas, and I'm starting to explore this a little bit more. And so I wanted to spend some time, now that I've thought about this a little bit, to talk about things that waste waste people's time. Um, the the first thought I had is identifying like what is a time waster. So I started thinking about like how I might be able to identify other things that I'm doing that are wasting my time. 
And I guess um, ultimately it's my it's my judgment on whether it's a time waster to me or not. But the four things that I came up with um, were like, does that thing bring me joy? Which in the drooling over my phone the last half hour of my day on Facebook. Like, no, that doesn't bring me joy. And probably that screen time is making, yeah. <laughs> so drooling? Um, okay. And this is in regard to like food or what? Uh, no, although I really do. Like one thing that does bring me joy in Facebook is watching tasty videos. That brings me joy. Facebook in general does not. Um, so that's one strike against Facebook. And one of the uh, reasons that I uninstalled it from my app, uh, my phone. Uh, another thing I thought of was like, does it recharge me? Um, which I think I'll probably need to put a little context or definition to the word recharge. Um, for me, something that recharges me is something that gives me, um, energy in like some shape or form. Um, like to me, energy could be like inspiration or like motivation to actually try something. Um, or, um, you know, in some ways, like a lot of the uh, political landscape, the posts that are out there, um, it's it's a balance because not most of them don't recharge me. So those are the four things. I think like something I always keep in mind is studies were done on advertising and the importance of emotions and advertising. Best emotion to give somebody to make them more inclined to click on something more than anything else that's anger. So like, I think always keep that in mind when like you're online, especially in social media and you see something that gets you angry. Like part of that is like to try to get you to click on something, to read more, uh, to get more enraged. So I think like, it's all like, I always keep that in the back of my mind. Like anger is a tool for advertisers, uh, to get, you know, get click points and, and their CPMs and such. So, Mm, that's a that's a really helpful tip for just double checking your actions. So after taking a step back from these four things, I wrote them down and uh, I thought a little bit more generally, like, is this thing that I'm doing or spending an amount of time on? Is it fulfilling some kind of a need that I have, um, which could also be like a need of a family member or a friend or something like that, because sometimes you're doing things out of love or obligation. However, those are still needs of mine. I like to keep my friends and family happy. Um, so if I said no to any of those, um, I think I'm going to start making a note and considering those kinds of things, time wasters. They may not actually end up being huge time wasters. Maybe there's also more than just these four things that I was able to identify. But uh, for now, that's what I'm going with. So does it bring me joy? Does it recharge me? Does it move me closer to a goal or does it solve some kind of a problem in my life? If not, then um, think of it as a time waster um, or what, like try and think of what value it might be giving me and how I can mitigate the time that it's taking. Yeah, I think those are really great points. Yeah. And uh, let's see, some other things that jumped out at me as potential time wasters, uh, commuting, um, like driving a long distance or even a short distance, I suppose, um, to a job or to meetings or whatever it may be, um, like trying to figure out how to make better use of that time, uh, work breaks or interruptions, um, 
are also things that might just add up over the course of the day. Um, that was something when I was still a salary employee, um, I started tracking how often I was interrupted throughout the day because it was taking its toll on my own productivity. Um, and then, um, electronics, there's more than just social media on phones. Um, you can get spammed with, um, you know, if you're a highly social person, um, it could be taking its toll, getting lots and lots of messages and that interruption can prevent you from being really like as productive as you may want to be. Um, games, obviously, uh, any, like anything on a phone that kind of like what you're saying, like draws you in with the intent of like trying to make money or just keep your attention. Yeah. And this goes back to what I said in the previous uh, episode about top apps, but just that um, it recently I've separated like games and reading into separate devices. Um, and that's helped a lot. Like I barely have, I don't have any games uh, on my phone. Like there might be a time on vacation. I might put a game on there, but for the most part uh, games belong on my Nintendo DS or my Nintendo switch and reading. I usually do on the Kindle. Um, and then the phone is used for other things. Yeah. So that's, that's a really good strategy. I think for, um, addressing some time wasters is be intentional about when you're actually doing those things. Um, and intentional, I don't mean like just because you're hopping on Facebook at the end of the day, right before bed, like that doesn't excuse that you could find better uses of the time and find better ways to actually, uh, fall asleep. I wanted to double back on how to identify some of these because uh, it was kind of by coincidence that I started using the screen time app because it wasn't my intention to actually start tracking my social media usage. Uh, there are some other ways like you can just use a uh, time tracking um app or extension. Like uh, I had talked about using Time Doctor Lite when I was a salary employee to find out how I was spending my time and like where my interruptions were happening over the course of the day. And I think you had talked about Toggle. Yeah, I talked about Toggle. And uh, what's nice too is there's a great community if you're familiar with what was called the Workflow app, which is now called Shortcuts in iOS 12. Because uh, Apple bought them, but there's a lot of really nice workflow um, workflows that you can plug in and uh, use with Toggle. Because Toggle has a pretty open API, um, and I'll share some of those uh, in our notes. Yeah, if if you want to use an app, if um, that's an easy way to start tracking uh, your time in ways that you can identify habits or like time wasters um, that you might not be aware of. Um, uh, so writing down something down, I've seen, um, I have a friend who has a sheet of paper to keep track of some of the, ha their daily habits. Um, but if you think you're honing in on something that is a time waster and want to focus specifically on it, you could even go really, really old school and just carry a, like a business card or something like that. And then just write a little tick mark every single time that thing happens. Like if a coworker comes over and interrupts you or, you know, you get up and um, take a work break or a smoke break or whatever, uh, just keeping track of the quantity 
could be helpful because maybe it seems like it's only happening a couple times a day and then you write them down and realize, oh, it's happening more like a couple times every hour. Like that's a big difference. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I hadn't thought of that. Um, and I, I think what I like about that is it's really, really simple. Like it, it doesn't have this, um, this power to become a potential time waster in and of itself. Although I wouldn't necessarily agree that identifying time, like spending a little bit of time to identify where you're wasting your time, um, is a bad thing. Um, in other, in other situations, I think you might just be able to do the math, like commuting, for example. Um, you can pretty easily, I mean, if you've been commuting for a long time, you probably have a good idea of how much time you're spending on the road. Uh, but if you have a pretty erratic schedule and you're spending a lot of time driving the kids around um, or driving to different coffee shops for meetings, um, you can hop on a uh, Google Maps and just estimate the time it takes you to get to there and back and add that up and figure out how much time you're spending on the road. Um, or count like notifications, um, something that has gotten me a uh, little frustrated recently is how many different ways people can reach out to me. Um, like I don't know how many Slack teams I'm a, a part of, uh, discord email, and I've got more than one email and text messages, um, Facebook messages, and then like pretty much every social media has its own messaging system. Now, um, there's just so many different ways and obviously like phone calls and stuff like that. Um, so just counting those up, um, even if it's just weekly at the end of the week, just add them up. Um, so those are some of my ideas for how to be able to identify things that might just like make you take, take a step back and realize like how much time you're spending on one of these things and consider doing something about it. How do you, so I guess that goes a couple of questions first. How do you allocate time to analyze this? Uh, like, do you look at the stuff every week or do you look at it like on a monthly basis and be like, Oh, that's a really bad habit. And like, like cause, cause that would be another thing is like analysis paralysis where you're just going to constantly look at like how much time you're wasting and create a nice little spreadsheet and a graph. And then, you know, you realize you spent like four hours analyzing how much time you're wasting. It's a little bit of a, like, what, what, what guidelines do you have as far as that's concerned? Yeah. I, um, so asking, um, asking those handful of questions about just a, a handful of ideas, um, like with these top culprits, um, like TV or social media or electronics or something like that. Like once you hone in on one or two of those, as like potentially big culprits of wasting your time, um, then I, I tend to approach it on a weekly basis. Although on some of them, like, um, commuting, I look at it more on a, uh, like a monthly basis. Um, because it's easy for me to go to my calendar and just see like the last 30 ish days, like where have I been going to? And I can just quickly tally that up. Um, and I do try and like do it as quick as possible. Um, but 
with the browser extensions and apps and stuff like that that help you track some of this stuff. Um, they offer weekly reports, and I like that level of granularity. Um, also because it helps me compare, like, eight hours is a really, like, that's a work day. So looking for those kinds of numbers, like the big numbers that, like, I can save eight hours every week by stopping this one thing. Um, so I think looking at these on a weekly basis and having, having some kind of a system or a tool to actually help you identify, like, when you actually take that time at the end of the week, making it quick so that you're not having to spend time backtracking and figuring out like, oh, where did I go this day? Where did I go that day? So, yeah, some of it is in setting up a system to help you track and then at the end of the week, gathering up all of that information quickly. Does that help? Yeah, that totally helps. That makes, uh, makes total sense. Um, obviously, with social media apps on your phone, you can just uninstall them or we talked about installing extensions that just block them. Um, I've, I host a monthly event that showcases different tech that people are using. And we've had a couple of demos about, um, what's it called? Uh, pie hole, which is something that you can actually hook into your router and actually like at a network level blocks ads. And you like, you can customize the sites that it will just outright block. Um, so if you don't, if you think that blocking it on one browser will make you just hop onto another browser or hop onto a different computer, um, if you truly want to lock it down on your network, um, that's a little bit of a uh, bigger step you can take. Um, let's see. Um, I'm drawing a blank on another one that you, you oh, um, like separating and being intentional about spending your time on these things. So maybe you want to continue using something like Facebook or playing games, but being intentional about how and when you do it. Um, I, I think that's a really good strategy. Um, that's actually, I think the best I had was moving electronics like out of your bedroom or kitchen. But I like, I like your suggestion about having a type of thing, like a device for games and making it um, making it like a scheduled type of thing or like something that like when you sit down and do it, you're committing yourself to it intentionally. All right. So interruptions, um, probably a lot of people already know use headphones and that doesn't always stop the interruptions, but I think it will help mitigate them, especially for um, the more unusual interruptions. Well, how yeah. about you had talked briefly a little bit about notifications. Do you have a specific time during the day where you're just like, I'm not going to answer my phone. I'm not going to check my email. I'm not going to check like, uh, I'm good. Like, cause you can almost, especially with the iPhone, you could just be like, do not disturb and like only let emergencies come in. Like, do you have a time of day where you do something like that? <laughs> yes. That time of day is almost always. So I am almost always running in a do not disturb mode on my phone. Oh, okay, then, good. Uh, I tend to not allow notifications through my browser on anything with some exceptions. And uh, I made one exception for Facebook um, because I administer a lot of pages. And so when people tag those pages, I want to be able to respond quickly um, because unfortunately Facebook actually rates pages based on response times. 
and they make it very prominent on the sidebar of a page, like how responsive a page is. So I feel like they've kind of gamified and or like incentivized people actually hopping on there as quickly as possible to respond. And I, I want those pages to do well. It's very much marketing. Like there's certain kinds of groups that I just, when people respond or ask questions, I want to be timely about them. And the best way that I found to do that is allow notifications um, from Facebook in my browser. So a uh, big sigh on that one. Uh, but you're exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, disabling notifications or um, a lot of phones have features where you can just say do not disturb. Um, I mean, computers have them too. Um, and then a lot of the times you can schedule very specific windows um, not just in the phone in general, but also within specific apps. And so if there's uh, certain apps like Slack or something, you can snooze those. And so you can make it intentional so that when you go into Slack, like every hour on the hour or whatever schedule you have, it's in your control again. And you can say, like, I'm only spending time to get through all of my messages that people have sent my way, or I'm going to spend at most 10 minutes, uh, which I guess might tie me into another thing that I've I've tried out is uh, Pomodoros. Have you ever tried those, or are you familiar with those? Yeah, Pomodoro being like uh, a 20-minute timer, correct? Yeah, yeah, and um, you, can, you can fiddle with the times, so it can be 20 minutes of focused work, and then five or 10 minutes of uh, free time or allowing yourself to be distracted. Um, I think the idea is that you're doing something that will like recharge you to help get you to want to put your head down and focus for another 20 minutes. But um, I've heard of people doing like 50 minute stretches with 10 minute breaks. Um, now that uh, my daughter has been in preschool and in these camps and she tends to be there from nine to noon, uh, my natural Pomodoro, like not using any kind of tools to measure them has just been, I drop her off. I go home and I try and just get as much work done as I possibly can without any kinds of distractions in the next two and a half hours. Um, that is something that I think a lot of people probably can't just get two and a half hours of focus time, but it worked out really well. Um, it makes for a very productive two and a half hours. It makes me feel good about myself. At least I have that two and a half hours where I'm getting something done. Meetings meetings usually will undo my feeling of productivity, but sometimes meetings offer a lot of value. So is there anything else you want to bring up as far as time wasting is concerned? could probably come up with some things if you give me enough time, but I feel like that's that's pretty good. I'm sure I'm leaving some stuff out that I forgot to talk about. Uh, but I, I think being able to identify what a time waster is in your life, because I think they're very subjective, um, is a pretty valuable first step in identifying what the top one, two, or three time wasters are that you want to actually address. And then you have to figure out how you want to address it. So do you want to stop it outright? Do you want to set aside a specific time during the day or week? Uh, how do you uh, validate whether something actually is a time waster? And then maybe you can consider ways to transform that time waster into something that's actually beneficial for you. I think that's that's a pretty good recap. So what about you? Anything else that 
you wanted to talk about? I just need to be better disciplined at tracking my time. I think once once I do that, I'll have a better idea uh, and better better just being honest about what I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's challenging. Like I, I kind of feel a little guilty now that I've seen that I'm spending, well, I was spending eight hours a week on Facebook. Like, wow, how much of my time could I get back if I had identified this two, three years ago? We've got to start at some time and may as well do it now and try not to regret <laughs> the time that we've wasted in the past and just start thinking about our future. Thank you for listening to the OK Productive podcast with Leo Dion and Eric Gillespie. You can follow us on Twitter at OK Productive as well as our Facebook page. Be sure to subscribe to OK Productive wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll catch you soon.